Blog Talk Radio. Okay, y'all go and be with your brothers here. Elder Tibbs. Okay, Yakwa be with you, brother. See you. Oh, Yakwa. Hello, Yakwa. Yeah. Yeah, turn on um, the introduction. Okay. 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 Yeah, well, I'll be with you, brother. See you. You should be ready to go. Okay. You got to um, turn, turn one of my microphones off. I've got both of them on. Okay. We got one of your microphones off. Three two six one on. Okay, hallelujah. Well, if that's the case, you might be too close to council. That's up yeah. running. But you should know what you should be in the program now. And yeah, we all good. Now you got your uh, hit one of them buttons and introduction. Bring some introduction in.
All right. Okay. All right, Iota, you're working with me pretty good. So get those your microphone back on there. Oh, we got one.
They can do none of these things. But this is why the words of Yonk Water is taught. Makes all of us more awesome for the righteous. And we always talk about the righteous. They're influenced by the one I see. We hear that a lot. The one I see. I mentioned that a couple of broadcasts ago. Talking about the computer, the smartwatch, the television. All these things have been influenced. But when they're used the right way, we find out, like in First Peter, chapter 3, verse 12, verse 12. It says, for the eyes of Yahweh are over the righteous, and his ears are open to the but the face of Yahweh is against them and do evil. Now, with all these things of influence that we look at, visually and audibly, what do we do? Well, we don't forget. We're given a choice. That's right. We're actually given a choice, which is mentioned in Deuteronomy, chapter 3, verse 19. It says, I call unto the earth to record this day again, that I have sent before you life and death, blessing and cursing. That's what it seems like both how next we may live. As I said, we're given a choice. One side leads to Yahweh, and the other side to Satan. Now, do you remember Satan beguiled you? That was in Second Corinthians chapter 11, verses 3 and verse 4. Three says, but I fear, least by any means, that the serpent beguiled you through his simplicity. So your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Yahweh's son. Four, for if he comes to preach his own Yahweh, whom we have not preached, or if you receive another spirit which you have not received, another gospel which you have not accepted, you might as well bear with him. So we all know that in chapter 4, verse number 4, it says, In whom the outlaw of this world blinded the minds of them which believe not, least the light of the glorious gospel of Yahweh the Son, who is in the image of Yahweh the Father, which shine unto them. So remember, non-righteous job is to lead you astray. Like the alien man I spoke of that tried to deceive the elder with loss and confused understanding. This is why we're here to help guide you through the dark times of bad teaching. Loud bump the gums and Christianity. Welcome and thank you for attending another live broadcast of Yahweh's ministry. Coming to you live, I hope to you all with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. First and foremost, about the outlaw's work. Learning how to connect the Bible books, your health, foods that you should eat, and chicken the Sabbath day. We do this because you have not. This is information you all listening came to see. And now you have found that in the voices of the true Israelites, tribe of Yadav. We're opening to you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on normal days. Those normal days are Sunday. Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Having no class on Tuesday, but we do have a Sabbath class. Now, the top part of the Sabbath, which is today, this class, this online class starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. 
There's a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. And an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. Until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address. Use this on any one of your smart devices. Right on the search line, enter tribeyada.com. And after you click enter, once again, look for tribeyada.com. Dash Israelites. Then right under the big line, you'll see some choices. One will be ties and offers. Click PayPal and follow those instructions. Now on any other device, you'll probably see menu. But after clicking this, you'll still see choices. Still choose the ties and offers. In doing so, remember what it tells us in the book of Psalms, chapter 26, verse 7 and verse 8. 7 says, Give unto the Aqua, or the tenders of the people. Give unto the Aqua, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Aqua, glory to unto his name. Bring an offering, come unto his name. Now, I always remind everyone, that when you're doing this, to remember the job of the world and children. And also, donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated, that you give according to the Bible scriptures that are mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30. Once again, mentioned for us in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. Now, this is done to keep this ministry bringing you just sales, also for building a school, a banquet radio station, and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program. Also while there, don't forget to check our calendar. The calendar will help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. Now we also have a live program. It's a feature that's available during our broadcast. Just in a few words to get there, Yaqua Radio Live. And after you click on it, look for Voices of the Trisolites, the and click the red light button as soon as it appears. You'll be right into our live online broadcast. Also, we have a few numbers you can call. The first being the live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This is our international number where you can call and leave a message on the scriptures that you have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six in of the Aquasman. But also I'm saying that do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, you only hear a discouraging click followed by a total. Also, by calling the same number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs field the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address and you will receive it promptly. Now on another note we might ask, please do not contact the seer. Your email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. As you might imagine and earlier heard, the seer is usually pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder with the cigar man. Answer many memos and now you addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. And that's even besides getting our broadcast started during broadcasting. So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. And if your question is legit, you will receive a call back. Unless you call trying to teach. 
As I said before, you're only here to say what you know. Now, if you happen to miss the beginning of our program, you can always catch the entire show today after 10.30 p.m. To do that, just enter three words, Yaqua Radio Live, on the search bar. After clicking in it, look for Voices of the Truth Lights, rather that uh, just choose the program that you are late on the net to, or any particular day on the list that you to listen Also, doing our normal blog-top broadcasts. We're also simultaneously transmitting on Paltop, which can be logged in by your cell phone, tablet, or computer. Just make sure you've downloaded the Paltop app. We will be listed under ethnic group, African American. Look for voices of the Chiswites, Strava Gata. You'll find our home with 50 or more listening participants. Well, Yahweh's word will also be working through a Bible education. Online there to answer question topics on the table topics we discussed during our broadcast will be Elder and the City of Israel, along with the Seer Israel writing at Shabbat. During this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered. And the blog talk ends before teaching time. We will continue our teaching on blog talk. But one continuing note I used to give, that we are given scriptures to speak by this year. Be quick to hear and slow to speak. So the words of Yaqlam flow smoothly. Remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yaqlam and not that of confusion. As we have a reminder of that back in First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 10, which it says, The Yahweh is not the only for confusion, but a peace is on the of churches of the saints. Because as I said before many times, we keep scriptures in mind. But when you find those trying to win that up the dumps contest, those are the ones that miss all the Yahweh's glory, which is said unto them. Because we, at Voices of the True Israelites, rehearse the righteous act to learn the words of Yahweh, as we're told in St. John, chapter 14, verse 26. So we can start to express that that we have learned. I'd like to give you a reminder in the book of Shirah, chapter 11, verse 8. Eight says, Counsel not before they plead the cause, neither in the of men see their talk. So that keeps the confusion, keeps everybody in the learning scenario. So we'll pass that program back to our seer Israel and say, Hello, All right, I like I said again, you have to be mine. Keep my eyes on the broadcast because um, you're not doing a great boy at all. So, um, tell me about Mother Eve. If, if Mother Eve, if she in the room, turn the microphone on and we're going to find her in and we'll get something going on. If Mother Eve is in the room, tell her what you can. 
mother E in the room. Uh, you're kind of muffled, mm-hmm. so you might might want to try that again. Okay, in the room. Uh, you sound kind of muffled, like you're over amplified. Oh, okay. Well, that's all I'm gonna be able to get right now. So, um, when you hear the yellow, it's about the best sound I'm gonna be able to get right now. Okay, that's good. Pretty good. Okay, good. That's what I'm actually with Mother E in the room. I can't get Let me take a look. Yes. All right, turn the mic on, and we're gonna look at the Greek. Okay. It's already fucking one in the morning, so we can get something going on too. Um, we're going to see you be getting a commentary with the women, and the other one they show you remind me and then let them get that um, commentary because I'm not sharing the truth for So, Elder Jacob, look down at that Luke chapter 12, verse 12, but before you read Luke 12, 12, Give me that Matthew chapter 10, verse 19 and 20. What do you say in, in Matthew chapter 10, verse 19 and 20? Okay, in the book of Matthew chapter 10, verse 19 and verse 20. 19 says, but when they deliver you up, take no thought of how or what you shall speak for it shall be given you in the same hour what you shall speak. 20. For it is not ye that speak, but the spirit of your father which speaketh in you. Yeah, we got to make sure when you teach the lesson of God of the Bible, what when you're left in you, what when you're right in make sure the father is ready to read your lesson. In the book of Luke, chapter 12, reading verse number 12, 12 says, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what ye ought to say. That's right, Ellen. In that very same hour, the righteous spirit will teach you. Now, I was talking to a musician, I think that's the proper word. Uh, he was by the name of King David of Music. He was King David of Music, and he was telling about all the camps that he did, and all the camps that he go to. He told me, he told me all about all the camps and stuff like that. He talked to me a long time. But well, I asked him about them camps that he go to, or uh, what name did they use? And we found out the name that they were using was the name that was contrary to the Bible. 
And something he found out. He said he also in one he goes to one of big old organization called a big organization called uh, um I didn't call it it was like champ. But he come it's a big organization you go to. So all I can say I told him just log in, log in. And and he did make a lot of vows that he was gonna do all the right things because you know when you're hearing something good. King David of music. We'll find out. But if, if the things that he talked about, and Yahweh be with the young lion, and Yahweh be with the Pharaoh Israel, King Ray. How do we all So, like I said, we had a disadvantage because we're not able to see the switchboard just tonight. We have a disadvantage right now. But the elder said he got everything covered. And you'll be my, my, my eyes. And that's a great thing. Great at So now, I love it, love him. Uh, we, know, we don't know if King David on the broadcast right now or not. But you know what we want to do? We want to take a look at a couple of things, Mother Eve. On some things that a lot of camps do not do. But it's in the law of the Bible. Let's go to Numbers chapter 15, 37 down to verse 40, Mother E. We go on to Numbers chapter 15, verse 37 down to verse 40. We are open up right now and we'll take care of a few things that we need to know. Numbers 15, 37 down to verse 40. What is that, Mother E? Look at Numbers chapter 15. According to the Bible, 
How long are you supposed to wear a prison according to the Bible? God talking to King David, and he said he goes to a lot of his life camp. But he got very happy. Uh, he's not competition at all. He's not that he's a, he said he's doing music, King David, music all over the world. He said he's on YouTube and everything. You're going to find out. But one thing about it, he was he had a good spirit. And he said that um, I want to hear him and my um, friends need to hear him because what we go, you don't have no friends because they told us the friends you don't have to blame them. Okay, what? Well, it's a word in here, Mama, that the Almighty said in 38, and it's an important word about the princess, Mama. So look at verse 38 again, tell you what that important word is about in 1538. Read that 38 and tell old Fear and the national audience what is the most important word in verse 38. Throughout that generation. Throughout their generation, that they may put fringes on the border of their garments. Throughout their generation. You see that? So, fringes, you both wear the fringes throughout your generation. And we know we're in a generation right now. So, the fringes, you both wear them throughout your generation. For the children of Israel. Now, it was, it's not a law for the other nations, but the children of Israel both have on fringes throughout their generation. So, King David of music, if you're listening and the better half, because like I said, we have disadvantage, but we can't get a switch for them. So, now, hey, mother, go to 20, 20 June. And pick up verse number 12. Deuteronomy is going to back up. And 22 verse 12. Well, get back up there, mother. Deuteronomy is 22. And pick up verse 12. And Elder, uh, have no fear of verse. Elder, Mr. Gill, have me Matthew chapter 9, verse 20, down to verse 22. Let's find out. Again, with a second witness, do the children of Israel folks to have on friends? Deuteronomy 22, verse 12. Mother Book it. in Israel. One of the mothers out of camp one. Come on. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 22, verse 12. This shall make their friends upon the four quarters of their fish. Will we have thy cover thyself? And the fringes that you put on, you put them all around your garment. That's what it definitely means. Your garment. It goes all the way around it. And you wear the fringes to cover yourself. So King so King David and the and his princess that goes through all of Israelite camp, but it's a, it's is King David over music internationally. You can check it out. So, but, but one thing about it, we got to get it right. 
because the bridges is the sign between Yahweh and you. Now, the son came in the flesh. He's the one gave the order. He gave the order on the left side of the book. Now, here he come on the right side of the book, and let's see what he do. Now, here in the ninth chapter of Matthew, verse 20, down to verse 22. Now, let's get a third witness. And Sister Sarah, help me, Zephaniah, chapter 1, 6 through 9. And let's find out if, if, if it a punishment if you don't. If you pay him no never mind in time to come. Zephaniah chapter one, six through nine, is way back then before you tell Matthew. Now, Elder Jim, help those three out and let's see what's going on when you came in the body in the ninth chapter, verse twenty, down to verse twenty two. Let's talk about the Elder Matthew nine, twenty to twenty two, come on. Matthew chapter 9, verse 20, verse 22. Okay, book of Matthew, chapter 9, verses 20 to 22. 20 says, And behold, a woman which was diseased with the issue of blood, 12 years, came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. 21. For she said within herself, If I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. 22. But Yahweh the son turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith has made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. Yeah. So now, suppose he was wearing a three-piece suit. Suppose he was wearing a three-piece suit. She did not recognize him. But what she recognized him by the garment and the fringes. And she said in her mind, if I do something to him or this garment, I would be made whole. And, and he burst through the crowd ran for him and just to him with his garden and in that very same hour she was made whole. Now that takes me to the point of the day when I met the brother King David when I met King David today and now he recognized me and friends of he said The most I do with you. But first, I didn't have them friends on when you met me to me. Then I've been just a regular person, and we'll never make the hookup. That's why I say it's so important with the friends. Because the friends will, y'all probably know who we want to reach. Because the brother say that he's been thundering around a lot of camp. But you heard something. And we're going to accept your place. And time will tell us, he says, King David of Music, the international, 
We learn about the branches. Okay, good. So now, well, we're on the line, but like I said, I'm going to take advantage right now because I can't see the computer. But I'm going to do all nowhere. So I ain't saying nothing. The hill is my eye. No doubt about it. From the top part of the category. Now, we live at the studio at, at Camp 1. Now, with the Sarah, I'm going to say, with the Sarah, again, y'all got to be there to right here. I don't know what I'm wrong. All right, Jeff Farrell, now, we live. We know we live everywhere. And in the book of Zephaniah, chapter 1, verse 69, let's go see our international audience. What do you say to read? The book of Chapter 2. 
and look up where it talks about what is the hymn, what is another word for the word called him. That's uh, Matthew's man. Yeah, we we done, we done done um we done, done Matthew and we done Zephaniah. We done, done Matthew. Not even Paul. I'm thinking. I hear the other thing. We got the. We got the other. Matthew's man, reading on twenty. We got Matthew uh, after twenty. Way. I'm looking for one in. I'm looking for Matthew. It was statement in Luke or uh, Matthew that mentioned a word called him. Mm-hmm. It was kind of got away from what I right now. Matthew's 9, yeah. 20 to 22. No, not in Matthew. We touched it already. In Matthew, I want to give another precept on the end. Okay. In the book of Luke, or the book of. Is it Luke or is it the book of Mark? And we talked about in Mark, yes. But it talks about the hymn, the hymn, one more time. The hymn. So it's in Mark. It's in the book of Mark. And it talks about it. In the book of Mark. But I'm all over the place right now. But we want to find that verse in Mark. About the hymn. It talks about the hymn. Then we're going to the Bible's definition of what is the word called hymn. It's in the book of Mark. But I'm all over the place right now. Now, I can drop a 216 on it and come back with it, but in the book of Mark, it talks about the hymn. Can you help me out there, Mother Lee? Mother Lee? Can you help those two out about the hymn? I'm trying to read this again. Mark chapter 5, where it says, and y'all, Mark chapter 5, 25, it starts in that. What book you got, Mark chapter 5? Verse 28. But she said, if I may, Valley or city or country, they laid this 
sick in the street. And yeah. they thought that they might touch if it were but the border of his garment. And as many of him were made whole. And all they want to do is touch the borders of his garment. Otherwise, the rim of his garment. Now, young man, look, look up in your definition in your garment Bible dictionary. What's the word? The border, the hem of the garment. I mean, the hem. What do, what do that mean? The border of his garment. The hem. What do you mean by the hem? What does that, that mean in your garment Bible dictionary? It talks about the hem of the garment. All right, we're going over to the book of uh, the Scottish Bible Dictionary. Yes. We're going to read. We're going to read uh, on page 224. 224. All right. The hymn of the garment. Praise. 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 227. See, so, so now, Yahweh's son won't praise. So when the woman came to she was upon a high mountain to keep them down there walking, and they all met on fringes. And she said, if I can touch the hem of his fringes, I would lay on. So let me tell you something. The blackness is in the fringes. Now, let me say, Mother Eve, Matthew 5, 17. Matthew 5, 17, what do you say? Matthew chapter 5. chapter 5, verse 17. What's that? Okay. Matthew chapter 5, verse 17. So we don't we don't prove our part. And I can say again, the elder is our ears. And, and we did say we're going to touch on a couple more things that we left off on last night. About um, what? About the mark of the beast. Yeah, that's what it is. The mark of the beast. We'll touch on a little bit of that a little while, just a little bit. We're going to turn over to our young line, let him go. We're going to wear that. We're going to touch on the mark of the beast really from time to night. But we just don't look at the elder have in Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 3. Jeremiah 15, verse 3. What are we reading? Is it reading something now? You told me. You got one? Okay, go ahead. Right. Go to the book of Mark, chapter 5. You can pick it up at verse 27 and verse 28. Going over to the book of Mark, chapter 5, verse 27, verse 28, verse 27. Read. When she had heard of Yahweh the Son, came to the press behind, and touched his garment. 28. 
what he did. If I may touch but his cross, I shall be heard. So that's why I was telling uh, King David our music, uh, international brother, he is a printer, that we understand, but it's no accident, according to Revelation 5, that you teach those here had his friends on them, you know, by leaving home, not without them. And we had a critical conversation. And we were looking, we were looking to see great things out of him because one thing about him is real gift and you. And we're going to find out more and we're going to go. That's enough of So I'm going to mother to read that Matthew 5, 17. And then we're going to do them, them three things, we're going to pass them on to our young lines. And let him get going and um, do his part as the dust says, Yahweh. Matthew hey, chapter. That's the Bible, verse 17. The book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 17. Think not that I am come to destroy the law. Of the sea. Yeah. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. You see that, mother? So he, he told him, he didn't want to bring it down and told Moses, get up to him of Israel where I pray you. Then when he came in the body, he said, let me tell y'all something. I ain't trying to change nothing. If Moses told the last friend to when I came in the body, I was pregnant. So there is a deal. I ain't coming to change no law. And he said, you going to follow me, follow me, because I've done no things. So once you know that you are a member of the children of Israel, then the clock starts ticking when you ignore and say, no, never mind, that the children of Israel logo is a... Brandon, Brandon, he ain't going to change nothing. I'll have enough of that. So we got our point of thoughts on that. Now, Elder, we said we're going to touch on a few things on the mark of the beast. And we're going to do a little bit just to wet the national audience beat. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 3, Elder. Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 3. We open up right there. In the mark of the beast. We're going to touch on a few things, and we're going to really get hold to it Sunday night. Matthew, I mean, Jeremiah 15, verse 3. What is that? Jeremiah 15, verse 3 says, And I will uh, appoint. Over them four kinds, said the Yahweh, the sword to slay, and the dogs to slay. Two. And the fowls of the heaven, and the beasts of the earth, to devour and destroy. So now, Jeremiah was told 
that the Almighty tell the children of Israel, I'm going to appoint you four types to do what with you again? Hey, to call up them four for the national audience. Yahweh say, I'm going to personally appoint four things over you and for what reason? What reason again, Elder? Okay, the first three says, I will appoint over them four kinds, saith Yahweh, the sword to slay, one, the dogs to tear, two, the fowls of the heaven, three, and the beast of the field, and the beast of the earth, four, to devour and destroy. Okay. Now, we're going to take one at a time. Now, he said, I'm going to point you over you four times. Now, what was the first one, Elder? I mean, kind of make a little more noise in that microphone. What was number one that was close to Jeremiah that's going to be appointed over the children of Israel? The first one was what? The first one was the sword to slay. Excellent. The first one that was going to be appointed over the children of Israel is the sword. Now, what that bold mean? We have a prophecy in the book of Psalms. Now, why is he going to appoint a sword over him? Okay. Let me get a point in the 28th chapter, verse 45 and 50 of Jerusalem, on your holding that microphone, why is he going to point four times to put on the children of Israel? Maybe we can find out in Deuteronomy 28, verse 45, down to verse 50. We're holding the microphone. Okay, in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, reading verses 45 to verse number 50. 45 says, Moreover, all these, cur- Moreover, all these curses shall come on thee, and shall pursue thee, and overtake thee, uh-huh. till, thou, till thou be destroyed. Because thou hearkest unto, not unto the voice of the Yahweh, the Yahweh, to keep his commandments for Torah instructions and his statutes, which he commanded thee. 46. And they shall be upon thee for a sign, for a wonder, and upon thy seed forever. 47. Because thou, because thou not, because thou servest not the Yahweh, the Yahweh, with joyfulness and of gladness of mind, for the abundance of all things. 48. Therefore shall thou serve thine enemies, which the outlaw shall sin against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in all and in what all of things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he has destroyed thee. 49. Now, shall bring an The outlaw shall bring. Okay, the Yahweh shall bring a nation against thee from far. From the end of the earth 
earth as an eagle flies, and a nation's whose tongue thou shalt not understand. <laughs> a nation of fearless countenance, which shall not regard the person of God, should favor the now, you read Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 3. He said, I'm going to point over you over them four times. He said, I'm going to point the sword over you. Now, we found this sword that will be appointed over you. And we read the prophecy of Deuteronomy 28, 45, and 50. Is the reason I'm going to swore over you, but you don't want to serve me. So the sword, he said, that sword is going to be your enemy. Hell, did, did we read? Did we read that 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 in Deuteronomy 28, 45 through 50? Did we read that since you don't want to serve me, don't you say you gonna serve? Your enemy? Did we read that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that that enemy is the sword man. Now we're going to precept that by coming inside of Camp 1 with Sister Sarah. We're going to precept that and find out. Remember. This is a darn thing. He said the sword is going to take hold to you. Now, if you if you just say the sword, you got to come on with more understanding of this. We'll see if we find out a little bit more about this sword. Um... But, you know, I noticed by not being and seeing nothing on that network, I'm struggling this time. Go down that sword that he's going to point over you. And um, I'm, I'm struggling right now. Let me see. In the book of it, it talks about it. Now, mothers, mothers of the elders, y'all don't have to go see. I don't struggling right now. But he said, I'm going to point over you four times. And the first one is going to be the sword. Now, we know a sword is do some damage, but not being somebody's hand to do some damage. So, in 17, verse 13, uh, Psalm 17, 13, what does it say? Um, uh, Sister Sarah, Psalm 17, verse 13. Let's talk about this sword. Seventeen thirteen. Psalm seventeen verse thirteen. Sister Sarah, what's that say? Uh, 
this dog saying in through the precept. Malachi chapter 1, 1, 2, 3, 4. Let's make some math here. In the book of Malachi, chapter 1, reading verses 1 to verse number 4. One says, the burden, of, the burden of the word of Yahweh to Israel by Malachi. Two. Okay. I was kind of hearing an echo there, so let me read it again. Book of Malachi, chapter 1, reading verses 1 to verse 4. One says, the burden of the word of the Yahweh to Israel by Malachi. Two, I have loved them, said the Yahweh, yet ye say, where has thy loved us? Was not Esau Israel's brother, said the Yahweh, yet I love Esau, Israel. We got a lot of background noise just throwing me off. But anyway, number three says, I hated Esau. I laid his mountains and his heritage waste for the dragon of the wilderness. Four, whereas Edom said, we are improvised, but we will return and build the desolate places, thus saith the Yahweh hosts. They shall build, but I will throw down. They shall call them the borders of wickedness, and the people against whom God, Yahweh, has indignation. So now, now, you know, like I said, all we, you, you, I have eyes on, in, on that uh, whiteboard. So, so uh, we just put it all together. Can you enlighten the international about what what have we learned by coming out of Jeremiah fifteen three, going to Deuteronomy twenty eight, uh, twenty eight, what we read, um, what we read, Deuteronomy twenty twenty eight. Jeremiah, that war is the sword of Esau. 
Esau Ford is going to be the man that's going to whoop you until you get your act together. Until you get your act together, Jeremiah said in 15, verse 3, Esau and his five sons is going to be the one that whoop you, and that is the sword man. Esau. Now, what was the name? Now, we got the sword out the way. Now, come back to Jeremiah 15, verse 3. And what was the name? So now we know who the sword man is. That's Esau. But what is the next word? What is the next word they're going to send down on you? Who next? Hell. And 15, verse 3. Hey, who names the 15 verse 3? A the, dog. the dogs. The dogs. The terror. Mm-hmm. What's that, mother? The who? The dog. <laughs> the dog. So we find out who Esau is. But he said, the next one going to get you is going to be who? Oh, I can't hear. I can't hear nobody. Nobody will have to go see out at all. I know I can't see the switchboard. But what can be the next? We got the sword. Now we know what the sword is, right? We all clear by precept of your Bible. The sword is Esau. And it's five sons. Translator J as the white man and the white woman as a nation. Now in the business, we're talking about the nation. The one that makes that's in high authority that makes the fish. They're going to be the ones that always deliver you up. You might have a, your neighbor might be the white man, the white woman. We taught your neighbor. The one in high authority, that's the one going to fulfill prophecy. And he's going to get you every chance he gets. Right? Right. Okay. So we know that's right. So now the dog, so number two is the dog. Now, where are we going in the Bible and find who's the dog? We're going to find out who's the dog. We're going to Exodus chapter 11. Hey, Mother, Mother, he hold that 35. Well, let's go up the young line pick up that 35 of Ezekiel. We're going to find out number two is the dog. Who is the dog that he will send against you? We go on in the book called Exodus 11, verse 7. And we're going to find out who the dog he's going he to send to bite on you every chance he gets, the dog. And that word, he said dog, didn't he? Did he say that? Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. I can't get nothing out there over here today. I can't get a hallelujah for and he said, number two is the dog. So who are you talking about? We're going to Exodus chapter 11, verse 7, Mother E. Kept on saying, uh, who the dog are you talking about? In, in uh, verse number 7. Exodus chapter 11, verse 7. Uh-huh. Therefore, 
Therefore, thus said the Yahweh, Yahweh, your slain, whom you have laid in the midst of it. They are the flood, and this city is the... Hey, hold on, Mom. Hey, hey, hold on. Look at it real carefully. Exodus 11, verse 7. Look at it real carefully. Exodus 11, verse 7. Okay, Exodus chapter 11, verse 7. <laughs> the book of Exodus chapter 11, verse 7. But again, but again, any of the children of Israel shall not a dog move his tongue against man or beast that that you may know how that Yahweh do put a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. Hey, mother. 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 Hey, so he called the Egyptians the greatest power at that time when Moses was in captivity. He called the powers of the, the universe was the Egyptians called Mizraim. He is calling them dogs. Now we're going to get a precept on that, Father. We're going to get a precept. Hey, hey, Elder. Let's get a precept on that, Elder. We're going to Matthew chapter 15, and we'll pick up verse 21. We're going to get a precept on that. And, you know, look up, um, it was called, uh, it was called Sorrow Phoenician by birth. It first said it, the first said it again in, um, Mark, Luke. They got the same event. Twenty-three. But he answered and said, 
not, but he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she cried after us. 24. But he answered and said, I am not sent out unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. 25. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Yahweh, help me. 26. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children of bread and cast it to the dogs. 27. And she said, Truth, Yahweh, that the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Yahweh said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even though thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Okay. That's it. That's it, that's it. So who who was called a dog and who agreed that there was a dog? Yeah. 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 Who agreed who who was called a dog and did anybody agree that there was a dog? Who did Yahweh call a dog? And, and did anybody agree? I think you said before that was the Egyptians that was a dog. No, no, no. We come out. We come out where you at right now? We come out. We come out right here in fifteen twenty-one down to verse twenty-eight. Who did he call a dog in them verses? And who agreed that they were, according to 15, 21 to 28? Who want to take that? Go ahead, mother. Go ahead, mother. Go ahead and take it, mother. Who's the woman of Cain? The woman of Cain. The woman of... So, the Yagwater son called who... A dog got his mouth. That him up. The woman of Canaan. The woman of Canaan. The woman of Canaan. Now, did she agree? According to verse twenty-seven and twenty-eight, did she argue about that, or did she agree? According to verse twenty-seven and twenty-eight, when he called her a dog. Did she argue with him and said, no, I'm not? What did she do according to 27 28? He, uh, he said, yeah, but the dogs eat the, eat the crumbs. He agrees. Ask him, Mother Z. Ask him. 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 Mother Lisa, listen, cut this change. She, she said yes. She agreed that she was a dog. And Yahweh got impressed. He said, great is your faith, daughter. Uh, your dog lay home behind it. I mean, did nothing change. 
since she understood her position, Yahweh stepped in and said, Great is your faith, woman. Your daughter been made old. But she was on the agreement, and this was the woman of Canaan. Now, who is the woman of Canaan? Adam? Let's go to Genesis chapter 10, verse 6. Just find who are the woman of Canaan. Who are they, who are they by bloodline? Genesis 10, verse 6. Okay, the book of Genesis, chapter 10, look at verse number 6. Success. And the sons of Ham, Cush, and Israel, and Putin, and Canaan. And who? So, Can- so the Canaanites are who? Uh, who are they according to 10, verse 6? The sons of who? Sons of Ham. Sons of Ham. So the Egyptians are the sons of Ham. The Cushites is the son of Ham. But Moses was told by Yahweh, the greatest power of that time, did not a dog move his tongue against the children of Israel. And that was the Egyptians. Now we got on the right side of the book when he came in the front. A woman of the same bloodline, the cousin, came up to Yahweh the son. Say, I'm a bloodline Canaanite. My daughter is grievous as best with a devil in her. Help my let me and my daughter. He asked her not a word. He just looked at her. Do we all agree so far? He just looked at her. Then she came, then the disciples came. Sent her away. She came after us too. Is that what we read? Huh? Then she said, Yahweh help me, son of David. Then he responded to her in 1524. He said, I'm not sent, but unto the lost family of the children of Israel. Then he says a little bit later in the verse, it's not right to cast the children of Israel bread and cast it to God. What do you call that woman again, Mother E? Mother E? Mother e? Dog. A little bit louder, Mother. A dog. A dog. And what did she say behind that when he called her a dog? What did she say according to the Bible when he called her a dog? What verse is that? Read Mother 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 Eve. What verse is that when he called her a dog? What is the next verse and what did she say? He said, uh, uh, the next verse says, and she said, truly, Yahweh, yes, the dogs eat of the crumbs which falleth from thy master's table. Ain't that something? You hear that? You know, 
everybody knew their role then, why they don't know their role today? Because we have lost our way upon the Christianity, Islam, Judaism, and we don't know we are the peers of the book, and Yahweh God is the highest standard if we do First John chapter 3, Sister Sarah, verse 22. But it don't work unless we do um, a little turn, a turn on um, Brother Micaiah's microphone. A little turn Brother Micaiah's microphone. I went to Sister Sarah getting that microphone out a little bit. Oh, yeah, what? Let's see. Yeah. Uh, what, what you read? Sister Sarah, okay. Turn, turn the microphone on. Yeah. Yeah, turn, turn the microphone on. What book are you reading anyway? Okay. I'll oh, call the verse nine. It don't got past it now. Yeah, mm-hmm. first John three twenty two. Thank you. <laughs> what is that, Sarah? All right, we read in first John chapter three verse twenty two. Because I keep his commandments, so you see that? He's not out. Whatever we ask is yours. But what you got to do is keep the law. If you ain't got no cleansers on, huh? you're breaking the law. He said, ask me something after you keep the law. Is that what we're reading, Sister Hallelujah. Martin. Yeah, yeah, I know what. 726. Yeah, let's, let's go to that mark, 726. Let's get a precept on that mark. 726, there. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's go to verse 25. Going over to the book of Mark. We're going to read chapter 7. We're going to start at verse 24. We'll read down.
arose and went unto the borders of Tyre and Sidon. Go to Genesis chapter 15 and break that down which, where they went. Uh, young line, this is where they went. They went to the borders of Tyre and Sidon. What is this at? So remember, in the Bible, you call by the land of your father's name. So now we got to find out who this Tyre and Sidon is. Sidon is the key. What it says in chapter 15? Come on to the book of Genesis. Chapter 10. We'll figure out that verse number 15. What it says? The book of Genesis. Chapter 10. Verse number 15. What? Verse what? And Canaan. And Canaan. He got Sidon. And Canaan begot Sidon. His firstborn. His firstborn. That's good enough. So there you go there. So this woman. It's from the bloodline of Ham, Canaan, Sidon, firstborn. Is it going to be an S or a Z? One and the same. So what this woman is, she has the bloodline of the sons of Ham. She has a Canaanite. One and Ham sons. Is that right? So now, this woman came and fell down at Yahweh's feet and said, my daughter got a devil in her. Now, you know, we're going to say, well, you know, he's he for everybody. And we said it. Yeah, but in all. Now, here's a woman with a, a daughter was um, a Canaanite, as she was. She came down and fell out. She fell at his feet. Is that what we're reading? She fell at his feet, right? Verse 27. Listen good. Listen good. The Mark chapter 7, verse 27, and it reads. What? What? That's the children first be feet. That's the who? Children first be feet. Okay. For it is not meat to take the children's bread and to cast it unto the dog. Hey, that stuff. Did he have a dog? Is, you, is, you, is, you, is the Bible saying that? Yeah, He's calling the Canaanite descendants a what? No. I know she get ready to argue and fight now. Listen, I know she get ready to say, no, no, no. We are the top nation. Verse 28. The book of Mark, chapter 7, verse 28. Verse 28 reads. And she answered and said unto him, Yes, Yahweh. What? Yes, Yahweh. Uh.
Second Ezra chapter six verse fifty-four says, "And after these, Adam also, whom thou madest Yahweh of all thy creatures, of him, come we all, and all the people also whom thou hast chosen." The second Ezra. Keep reading. And all this I have spoken before thee, O Yahweh, because thou madest the world for our sakes. 56. As for the other people which also come of Adam, thou hast said that they are nothing but he is They say they are what? They are nothing. They say they are what? Nothing. What's another word for nothing according to Mark 8? What is that? What's another word for nothing? The same word is in uh, Matthew. 
and accounted as the smallest dust of the balance. Behold, he taketh up the owl as a very little thing. Sixteen. And Lebanon is not sufficient to burn, nor the beast there are su- sufficient for a burnt offering. Seventeen. All nations before him are as nothing, and they are counted to him less than nothing and vanity. So, uh, so mother, my mother is. Now, now, don't think Mother V ain't ready to pounce it if, if uh, you don't deliver it quick enough. What's, a, what's another word of all nations is nothing? What's, a, okay. what's another word for all nations is nothing? Yeah, what's another word for, for all nations in, in his eyesight? And your eyesight is nothing. What's another word for that? Uh, uh, from what we've been reading, it's dog. Dog. And we'll read three times dog. Did that, that uh, we read three times? Dog. Yes. So dog and, uh, and all other nations compared to Israel is nothing. And another word means in the eyes of Yahweh, the children of Israel, when you follow any other nation, you follow the dog, and the dog's going to do anything. And that's how the nations operate today. Don't they do anything? Uh, they do everything contrary to his Bible and got you contrary to his Bible. I'm not going to get off of Jim on no more that. Hey, now we're going to take care of two. We got the sword in the center of Esau. We got the dogs and the, all the other nations. Now, what's the third? What the third one is? Come back to Jeremiah 15, verse 3. Now, what is the third? What's number three? According to Jeremiah 15, verse 3. So we know we wrote down all four. We have took care of two. Traveling. What's the third? Uh, young man, read that 15, 3. If I'm being heard. Get out the way, 15, verse 3. And let's see what it's saying. Jeremiah 15, verse 3. Right. Well, to the book of Jeremiah is here. Chapter 16, verse number 3. Book of Jeremiah 6, chapter 16, verse number 3, and then 3. Need to turn the speaker down. And I will appoint over them four times, says the Yahweh. I'll appoint over them four times. Sir, swore. Swore, Esau. He slain. And the dogs who tear. The dogs and all the rest of the other nations. And the fowls of the heaven. All oh, the third part is the roof. The fowls of the heaven. Let's go find out what is that talking about. He's, I'm going to put the fowls of the heaven 
to do some damage on somebody too, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, follow, let's precept that and see what we can get out of that. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 39 now. Sister Sarah, we're going to Ezekiel 39. Remember, the file, they're going to do some damage to you. Like what? Think of verse 17. Let's find what, the, what, what they're going to do. We're going to Ezekiel 39, verse 17.
See, Paul was told, you got a day to do a whole lot of Okay, we're going to, now, let's go to the entire prophecy on that. We're going to the entire prophecy on that now. Get a priest up there. Sister Sarah, we're going to the entire prophecy in Revelation. Chapter 19. We're going to find out that this is this is called. It's called by the seer. And we find out one thing. Them great big old birds going to be growing bigger. So they got a big job to do. And if you're on the wrong side and, you, and you're not keeping that covenant, wearing those fringes, the birds are going to eat you too. They're going to eat you too. Because if, you, if you're not a covenant keeper, you're going to be head up. But we're going to end time prophecy. We're going to look at the 19th chapter of Revelation. We want to see exactly about this. In the 19th chapter, here it comes. 19, pick it up at verse number 17. I saw an angel standing in the sun, uh, and he cried with a loud voice. What? And for all the towns. Do do? All the towns. That do what? The fight in the midst of heaven. Uh-huh. Come and yell yourself together unto the stuff of the great Yahweh. Hey, yeah, so here's the man. Hey, look at here. He, he, the angel called him. All the birds that flies around. The day was prophesied. Thirteen chapter. 
and then we'll turn to the young lion. We, we'll leave you hanging. But now we're going to find out about this beast. Hey, Marie, what, what, is, what, what is this beast talking about in 318 of the Queen's Act? Okay, the book is Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verse 18. 18. Okay, Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verse 18. Verse 18 reads, Not said in my mind, here concerning the state of the sons of man, that Yahweh might manifest in and that they might see that they themselves are beasts. So, mother, he called man or what? Beast. What he call it? Mother, what he call this man? A beast. A beast. A beast. So what we read about a beast, we talk about man. So that four count, I'm gonna put a man on you. Uh, that big talk, I'm put a man on you. Now, hey, what to see y'all? Ten times positive. We're going in Revelation 13. Last three verses. And we're going to pick up the first number 14 down to verse 18. And young lad, give me Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 4 to 12. And I'm through with it. After that, it's going to be all you. Now, the first time will be told plainly about the four. But we ain't going to comment at all, but young lad is going to leave Thessalonians 4, 2, 4 through 12. And those kids gonna be laying in the background after hell to read. Hell, the thirteen chapter, verse fourteen down to verse eighteen. Come up. Okay. Revelation. Revelation chapter thirteen, reading fourteen to verse number eighteen. Fourteen, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them yeah. that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image to the beast, which they had the wound by a sword, and did live. Fifteen, and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Sixteen. And he call and he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive the mark on their right hand or in their foreheads. Seventeen. And that no man may buy or sell, save that which he had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. 18. Here is wisdom. Let him, that, let, let him that have understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and the mm-hmm. number, and his number is six hundred three score and six. 
So this man, this man is incomplete. He can't get right. He, so this man, he's talking about, he can't get right. So he, this is an incomplete. So he can't get right. You can't make him right because he's incomplete. He was made. Uh, he cleans out the 115 crooked. He was made at Samuel 13 of the Queen's Act that Yahweh made him crooked. He can't get right. Second Thessalonians 2. Hold on to verse 12. The next voice you hear after the ring is our young line. Come on. Now you're going through for the second Thessalonians chapter 2. Verse 4 down and verse number 12. Saturday. 
So we believe as a voice for the true Israelite, as a ministry right to spirit is teaching in that very same hour what you are to say. And let's get a precept to that. I'll get all warmed up, Mother Eve. Let's go to uh, Matthew. Let's pick it up at chapter 10 and read verse number 19. Matthew chapter 10, verse 19. The book of Matthew chapter 10, verse 19. But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what you shall speak, for it shall be given you. In that same hour, what you shall see. We believe in that understand what you said. Could you repeat that the rock again? Yes, Okay. The, the Rock chapter 26, 
Verse 13 and verse 14. Verse 13. The grace of a wife delights her voice and her the seat where Satan is born. A silent and loving woman is the gift of the Yahweh, and there is nothing so much worse as a mind well instructed. Worthy as a mind well instructed. So. Likewise, is that to be known in the book of Sirach, chapter 26, verse 13 and verse 14, that uh, the grace of a wife delighted her us in her discretion where Satan is born. Verse 14, silent and lovely woman is a gift of the Yahweh. There is nothing so much worse as a mind well instructed. Yahweh, I want to make sure that uh, the woman is well of the Yahweh, whose mind is according to thy mind, and will sorrow with thee if thou shalt miscarry. Mm-hmm. Well, the only way a woman can be well instructed is by a man is uh, instructed by a Yahweh man. And, uh, I ain't saying that, Elder, but be continued with the Yahweh man whom you know to keep the laws of the Yahweh, whose mind is according to your mind. And we're proud with me if you hear me. First, you got to be 
keeping the laws of Yahweh. And that uh, he's a Yahweh man and keeps the laws. So that'd be a uh, mother Eve. Go to Romans. Let's pick up that Romans chapter. Uh, Romans chapter. The two verses number seven. I'm looking for mother Eve. Let's see what he's saying. And uh, let me see at that. Thank you. 
That's for Menard.
said he was a murderer from the beginning in the bold, not in the truth. Because there is no truth in him when he speaks a lie. So one of the things you got to keep an eye for is, uh, you know, they say the devil, that proof that he was giving them was nothing but a lie. That's what we want to put on the table once this time. But uh, we know he was well instructed because when they say the devil came out, he was able to uh, hold a fort down for a split second and let him know what uh, lust is. And they, they can't eat some lies that he's trying to trade it up. But that's who well instructed. She cannot pull something out. Let me see, can I go over to this book of Judah and pull this out? Let the elders see if I can't pull this out. See, can I get on over there to the, in that, that red book? That book is Judah. You can run it down one quick time. Elder Mr. Kid. It was something that uh oh sister Judah pulled out. I can't pull it out right now, the Elder Mr. Kid. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna tailor that because uh
at verse number 8. Verse 8 reads. Let me read. I will therefore that men pray everywhere. That's right. Lifting up holy hands. How you got to pray? Lifting up your hands. Got to lift up his hands. Uh-huh. Thou rap and thou. Uh-huh. So ain't going to be no, he can't be lifting up his hands to no rap. He ain't, he ain't got no doubt in style, though. We got to be doing some praying with his hands lifting up. And we know we face deep. We can read a little bit of that a later on. But let's read. Let's go to verse number now. What do you say? Verse 9. Like manner also. Like manner also. That women adorn themselves. Women, women adorn themselves in what? In modest apparel. And, and, and what did you say was telling us about that apparel got to look like earlier? Modest, but what, what got to be on that money? With some fringes on that dress, with, 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 that, with that ribbon of blue on there, with some fringes hanging down there, some dress flared out. Continue to read. With what? With shame faces. Uh-huh. And to write. Uh-huh. Not with bride hair. Uh-huh. Or gold. Uh-huh. Or pearl. Uh-huh. Or costly array. It ain't about no, no gold, no array. It ain't about your hair. It ain't about none of that. Let's go to Romans. Let me go pick it up in chapter 7. 